Hi everyone, welcome back again to Messy Faith. I think this is part two, ah, part two from our last episode. Yeah, this is technically our third episode, but we are focusing on the second part of. So this is messy too. <laughs> it's a.、Uh, It's our third、uh, episode of Messy Faith, but it's focusing on、uh, the end part two.、Uh, the first part of the end was accepting people, right, and how important that is in 2023. That instead of being an anti-Christian, you know, anti-type of Christian, where we're against things, the most important things we learn to accept people, and the 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 easiest way to do it, the catalyst of that is to realize that God is at work in all of us.、Mm-hmm. You know, there is a second part to this, which we'll get to today. But I think we want to start off with a story. So, Steph, I'm going to pass it back to you because I think you had a story to share from that last episode. Yeah. So you were talking about just understanding that God is at work within us, and once when we do that, it releases us from. Kind of like it's on me. It's it's really not on me. A couple weeks back, I was in LA. I was at a Goodwill, and I was just browsing around Goodwill, and、um, you know, I, I just went to the back of the store because that's where all these shoes were. And I was like, oh, let me just look at this. It's at the back in the corner of the store. So you know, I was kind of. By myself, which I, I I don't mind. I rather prefer that than people being around me. And all of a sudden, this unhoused individual she came up to me, and she at first it seemed like she was warning me about something. She was just saying things I didn't quite understand what she was saying. They were words, but some of them didn't make sense. And so I just thought, okay, yeah, you know, why don't you share what you need to share with me? Because. I didn't want to just, you know, shoo her away, or I didn't want to say like get away from me. I, I didn't mind giving her that space. As she continues on, it, it was like as if a, like a switch flip. She got really mad and really upset. I was holding a pair of shoes from from the rack, and she said, "You know, put those shoes back. These are all my shoes." And again, she's saying this, but she, but I didn't quite understand it, so I just had to gather what she was saying and her body language. And I'm in the corner, at the back of the store, so she's literally quite cornering me. And I was like, "Hey, you know, I, I thought, okay, you know, it, you're okay, like it's okay." And then she started saying other things.、Um, she called me a lot of slurs that I've, I've. Only have heard people being called. I've never been called this myself, you know. But she was just being really,、um, just really on guard and and really like defensive about things. And so I said, "Hey, I never said those things." She's getting really close to me physically, so I'm putting my arm out to kind of create a barrier so she doesn't get too close to me because I'm feeling a little like, "Ooh, this is a little too close." And as I put my arm out. She gets closer to my arm, and she touches my arm, and she pushes me. And she said, "Hey, you know, I'm not,、um, I'm not a lesbian. Don't touch me. You can't have my baby. Just, just things like that." And so now she's she's getting really loud. I'm feeling like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Background about myself: I got my MSW, Masters in Social Work. I interned at. Um, a like a prevention center to to do outreach to folks that experience substance abuse. I you know I've I've done outreach, and so in my mind, 
and maybe this was my downfall in the moment. I just felt like, hey, if I can de-escalate this and if I could, you know, make her feel a little safe in this situation where she feels like there's a crisis, maybe that will help her. But I'm not, I'm not working as a social work. I was just in goodwill. I was just, you know, Stephanie Tran, just doing my thing. And anyways, as she gets louder and she's really, really upset, I'm feeling now like, okay, I need to, I need to leave the situation because it's not helping. And so these, these people, some of these people are hearing this, this guy, this man hears this, he walks over with his dog and he's like, Hey, are you okay? To me. And then to her, he said, Hey, I think you need to calm down because they might kick you out. And so that kind of gave me an exit to, to leave the corner of the store. And so I, I leave the corner of the store. Um, I'm a little frazzled. My ands is going, my nervous system is like, what's going on. And, um, but you know, oddly enough, she's, she was my height. She was, she was not a big person. So I think that might've helped me feel like even if she hits me or if she does something physical, I know I'm not going to get, I, I know I'll be okay. You know? And so I think as this was happening, these thoughts were going in my mind, like, okay, she's obviously really heightened. She's going through something. You, I think you'll be okay if anything happens physically, but then at the end of it, and I, I tried not to, as I was reflecting on the story, I just thought, I think I just felt really safe. Like I felt like there was something that was protecting me. I felt like I was going to be okay. That somehow God was just like, you know what? You'll be fine. You know? So maybe that's why I didn't feel the need to do anything other than just give her that space to talk and to let out whatever it is that she needed to, to let out. But yeah, that, that happened. And, you know, upon more reflection, I thought, you know, there's a lot of work that needs to be done within our communities. Um, people that just are going through things, mental health crises and, you know, whatever it may be, instead of thinking like, oh my gosh, like, I, I felt frazzled, but I, I just felt more like, wow, there needs to be a lot done in our community to help folks because like, that's not, it's just, that's just not okay that they they have to go through this. And then they get misunderstood as, you know, they're this, that, and that. I think this idea of accepting people that we dived into in the first two episodes, um, when we get into the nuances of it, because it's simple, right? Mm -hmm. But it gets challenged and it gets messy as we get into the nuances of it. I think one of the things about um, accepting people is seeing people. Mm -hmm. And if we don't see these people and we ignore these people and we, uh, we have and they become invisible to us, I think that's in some ways what the, the scripture, the Bible says, it means when we have dead faith. Because if the, the, the point of having faith that's alive is if you look at Jesus, right? He literally uses his time and his stories, his parables to highlight invisible people. The woman at the well, right? She's invisible to many religious people. The leper, he's invisible to a lot of people. The person that's, um, you know, sick 
and they're dying. To a lot of people, they're like, you know, to the homeless, the unhoused, the, the addicts. These are people, the Lazarus. He literally says it's better to be Lazarus than to be the rich man. Like, And then his disciples, he chooses a lot of people that are invisible to a lot of religious people. In fact, a lot of us, if we looked in the mirror, right, we would see that the reason why we are Christian and we follow Jesus or we have faith or we want to believe, you know, depending on how our faith is, is because we feel like God has seen us and he knows us and he loves us. But it's almost like how could we who've been so forgiven and so seen by God, the God, of, like it's pretty insane that God loves us, right? These temporal beings that we, yes, we're his sons and daughters and created, but to, the, the comparison is incomparable, right? It's like he is God. And yet he loves us and he gave his son for us. Like we are seen. And so the, the even the parable that Jesus says about like, how can someone who's forgiven of their debt then go start collecting debts against people, right? So like we need to be accepting of people. And sometimes that just means like, are we seeing these people? Are we caring about these issues? And if we are not caring about these people and these issues and we just judge them and point the finger at them and say like, you know, it's it's about pulling yourself up from your bootstraps. And like, honestly, we don't understand faith. We, have, we, we can call this some religion, but it's definitely not Christianity. Because the whole point of Christianity is that none of us can pull ourselves up from our own bootstraps. All of us have fallen short, and it's the work of God, of Christ, of redemption, of people, of all these things within us that are, 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 are changing us and making us go from this messy grossness of being who we are to being more like him, you know? And so, yeah, that story is absolutely in some, it should be a um, a convicting force in our lives to go. Are we are we seeing these people, and are we having a faith that accepts people because we can see them? Yeah, I mean, we can go down this for another episode. In fact, I just this is how messy this is. People who are listening. We've been trying to talk about number two for the last <laughs> two episodes, but for your sake, and, and I mean this, you know, jokingly, we've wanted to keep these episodes 15 minutes so that it's, it's digestible and it's, and it's something that you could hear during a break or whatever. But Steph, that story really throws us off into this, just still this first concept of what it means to accept people right? Is you, you need to see them. We need to see them. Yeah. Yeah. And so obviously, you know, we will all respond differently. And I was, yeah, I was kind of shocked that I had just let her, you know, express herself and say what she needs to say. Um, because I think if, if it were to be like my friend, if I, if she tells me that, and if she's in that moment, I would say, Hey, you know, if you, you don't feel safe. You should probably get to a place that you feel, you know, safe. Um, but yeah, no, I, and that's why I was saying, I don't want to, you know, like over spiritualize that moment in that situation, because for whatever reason, I, I felt the need to stay and to listen to her and to let her release whatever she needs to release out. Um, yeah. And in some ways, I don't think Many folks would let her do that. I think a lot of people would probably yell back at her 
they'll probably try to meet her level of, you know, negativity or that, that energy level. And I was really, I was just trying to be very calm and I would just say, Hey, you know, that's not what I said. I, I think you misunderstood. Not that I was trying to reason with her, but I was just trying to let her know like, Hey, it's, we're, we're in an okay place, you know, but, um, yeah, that was, that was a very interesting interaction. That's yeah. Needless to say. And I, it reminds me of um, a story that I can share from many years ago. I was in college. I was studying at uh, Cafe Roma in San Diego. I went to UC San Diego. And I always had a guitar and a bunch of water bottles in my car, right? My guitar for me, because I'd love to play guitar at a time, worship leader, whatever. And then water bottles, because I always you know, I, I drink water, but I always felt like it's a good thing to have to give to friends or to people that are thirsty. You know, everyone's thirsty at some point. So I always carry like a big pack of 24. And this is the first time I had a Costco card. So I loved going <laughs> to Costco and buying stuff. And I felt like an adult, right? That's like a rite of passage, I think, for a lot of people is their first Costco card. So um, go out during a study break to my car to grab something. I think I might have left some papers or notes in there. This one we used paper and uh, there was uh, two people that were unhoused, right? That were there. And uh, so I got like two bottles of water and uh, I went up to them, got my papers and I was like, Hey guys, you guys want some water? And they're like, yeah, for sure. And I was like, Hey, tell me what you're doing out here. And they're like, Oh, you're just hanging out. I could tell they were in house, but uh, they had, you know, huge backpacks and they were just hanging out by the, the trash can, the big trash can there. But it was a nice area. There's some grass, you know, it was like sunset. And so I was like, hey, talking. I was like, and one of them, this is what he said to me. He said, oh, man, what I would do to just have a guitar right now, because I just want to sing songs to Jesus. And I was like. Did you see my guitar? Right. And I looked and my car was around the corner. So there's no way he would have seen my car. And I was like, and also, also thinking like, because I'm judgmental, we're human. <laughs> I was like, are you, are you drunk? So I said, you know what? I was like, you know what? This is simple. Right. And, I, you know, I didn't have the language back then of messy faith and all that. I was literally like, I have a guitar. It's simple. And I told him, hey, I have a guitar. You want to play the guitar? And he's like, yeah, I got my guitar, gave it to him. It was tuned. I didn't care about, and this is the thing, right? When you accept people, you can't care about, is their hands messy? Is he going to run off with my guitar? Like it was just a moment, a human moment, right? So I gave him my guitar and he's like, oh my God, I haven't played this in. And then he starts playing and I'm like, yeah, you haven't played this in like what? Seven years, 10 years, you sound like a professional. And he just starts strumming and singing and he's just making up stuff. And I'm literally like, having this moment. And he says to me, right? He goes, I think Jesus brought you to me. And I went, if that's the alcohol talking, that's fine. <laughs> but I'm going to believe that whatever mix of, you know, things are happening, chemical reactions, that God's a part of this. And that was a messy moment where I saw two people and I should have been studying for my final, honestly, but I think I spent a good like 
30, 45 minutes with them. And when I went back, my friends were like, where did you go? (gasps) Like, we were like wondering where you were. And I was like, well, you are some friend. You didn't even come outside to check. (laughs) I was right outside singing along to these guys. And we passed the guitar along. The other guy couldn't play at all. It was hilarious. And then I remember playing some songs and songs that they kind of, I hope they knew. And we just had like 30, 40 minutes. I put my guitar back. And then I went into study and and not only did I see them, they saw me, Yeah. you know, uh, not only did I see them and hear their voices, they heard mine. I wonder if all of us heard God's voice through that moment. I wonder if all of us saw God, you know. So there is something powerful when we start seeing people and accepting people and it changes us. Right. I, I think, though, we're so busy in our daily lives and in the grind and in in work and in our own families that we have good reasons to not see people and accept people. But like in, in so many ways, we're, we're more enriched when we accept people and see them. I, like there's parts of our life that are missing people because we don't see people. Um, so in our next episode, which will be our fourth one, uh, we will get to the second part of what it could mean to be a a Christian in 2023, that we kind of need this word. I dare even say it's like a, um, it's a word that we we might want to really open our eyes and ears to and really take in deeply, which is, uh, again, to be a spirit-led people. And uh, that's just as important as being a, a you know, type of people that accepts others. Yes. And just to, you know, clarify, I I don't think we are saying go out and just, you know, talk to people and obviously, you know, whatever you do, be safe and, and, you know, keep yourself safe. Of course, like we're not saying just go out and talk to people, you know, definitely not, not our point at all. But um, Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's just, I think this ties to the next point is I think if you feel you know, your gut and your spirit leading you to do something, that's probably what it's telling mm-hmm. you to do. And, and I think it's okay to do mm-hmm. that. Um, but yeah, thank you for, you know, listening and thanks for giving me the time to share that. And I hope you guys all stay tuned to our next episode. Yeah. Bye everyone. Bye everyone.